Yo, 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 what's up guys? And welcome back to another episode of Fiction. I know you've missed my voice, man. I've been doing uni, so I do apologise, but my bro held it down last week or we two weeks it, ago. Don't worry, man, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, but you know, today we've got a special episode. We've got the lovely... Gail oh. Everson, um, award-winning playwright and actress. I like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like that, award-winning. Okay. Award-winning. I actually have one on award-winning. You had to throw that in there. Yes, I had to throw it in there. Um, I'm writer of Jell of Wars, uh-huh. which has recently wrapped up a tour in theatres and schools around London. All right, all right. And who else have you got in? Um, Steffi Igbenovia, actor and writer. I also starred in Jell of Wars that was written by... And yeah, that was a really good experience. And Maximus Morgan, um, I'm one of the leads in Jalof Wars as well. It was uh, on for about two weeks ago, and it was a great run. Yeah, it's a nice play. I'm here with the writer and the fellow lead too. <laughs> very, very grateful to be here. Did you uh, hear that bass when you started talking Maximus? Also, oh, so <laughs> it's actually a strong word, you know, now I think about it. Like, it comes with authority, you know, I'm not going to lie. Maximus. What's the name? Yeah, Maximus. Thank you, yeah, yeah. I'm always thinking, like, you know, a knight. What's yeah, it called, knight? Like, yeah, the, from Gladiator, you know, from Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people just say little lines and stuff. You watch it Yeah, so we're going to be talking about Jolof. It's as simple as that. Um, so tell me a little bit more about the play for those who didn't get to watch it or was not able to be in Peckham or Poplar. Alright, so for those who didn't get to watch it, Jollof Wars highlights the popular debate between Nigeria and Ghana on who has the best Jollof rice mm-hmm. by presenting a young British couple, Kojo Mensa and Kilichi Kalu, who are Ghanaian and Nigerian, mm-hmm. and they can't seem to decide on which type of Jollof rice should be served at their wedding as they are only able to serve one. So after very, like failed deliberations between friends and family, they finally decide to take their arguments to court as a final resort to save their union. <laughs> it was a pretty um, interesting story. Like I think definitely gets me as Nigerian. Obviously, there's only one choice about what I think <laughs> is the better rice. <laughs> yeah, so. But I'm, I'm obviously here to the debate, even though there's mm. no point. But still, <laughs> like, um, but yeah, just to bring it into context of the whole thing of jollof. Jollof is, um, you know, a delicacy um, for those who are not. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't watch the show. You only get what I mean. But yeah. basically, my character said delinquency, and obviously, like, kind of like disgrace myself because actually delicacy like what yeah i actually did put that on my story actually yeah Um, yeah, i I recorded that and i got that the moment was just perfect and yeah it it worked um so yeah so just to ask what was the inspiration behind it all um i had the experience of writing um, in the past through, like, I started off as blogging and then I went on and did an MA in acting. Then I mm-hmm. found out that it was more about, like, creating my own work and, like, creating plays and stuff like that. So I kind of got the experience and then there was just one boring day where I was, like, watching a lot of paternity court. And um, I must have ordered some jollof rice from Uber Eats. It was actually very, very dead. 
So that's actually kind of interesting because you're ordering jollof fries from Uber Eats. And yeah. Yeah. Something, yeah, that, something to... that you can get from home. I was about to cut in and say, yeah. I just asked you a little bit as well. Yeah, when did they sell jollof fries? Oh, yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. maybe what are you? You can get it from Uber. I thought uh, just. Where? 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 See, I'm not saying about the area. <laughs> East London, yeah. Mm-hmm. There are African restaurants out there that you know deliver. Mm-hmm. I actually order it from. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's you nice. people don't know this. Like, I didn't know it was from Uber Eats. Wait, hold on, hold on. How much was it? Because I was in uni in, in Northampton and I ordered jollof fries as well and it was like about fifteen pound total. For just jollof fries? No no no. So no, no, what, so I think the jollof fries was like jollof fries chicken or, or beef with for like yeah. eight pounds. Yeah. With a container. Meat wasn't a lot, I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of a rip off. And then you get plantain for like three pounds and then you get like what's it called? I know. Wait, are you yeah. talking about the one on that road? Yeah, on um, the one near the barbers that we, go, we used to go to. Oh, right, we've actually got a pool already, you know. All right. Yeah, this is a heated yeah. topic. Oh, Lord, what did you do, man? Oh, wait. Did I drop it? You're calling back, you're calling back. Yeah. All right. They just dropped what again. Let <laughs> All right, cool. Um, whoever's calling, yeah? Just finish it. Like, you know, yeah. go, go the way. Go the way. We did. <laughs> Why did <that> song? <laughs> um, but yeah, we're talking about Uber and, and Jollof yeah. and that. Yeah, so what? Yeah, I got it. It's really dead. Uh, <laughs> so I must have tweeted out something about uh, having plantain served with Jollof rice, mm-hmm. like being compulsory. Like it shouldn't be served without it. Yeah. And then people must have been interacting with me and saying like, oh, shit, like why would I say that? <laughs> the way it is and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I. I like from there I was like oh you know one of those like random thoughts that come in my head that you're just mm. like would this make sense or would it not and I just went with it I guess and yeah here we are today hmm. I actually got besides the call there was a message that said straight up Ghanaian Jollof is better no <laughs> hey, just nothing else thank you for your <laughs> thank, you. thank you for your comment sorry we have another one saying wow okay um, the Nigerian one tastes like rice and tomato. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what Nigerian um, rice I'm sorry, yeah, but... And I, I oh, yeah. Your forehead, I'm just whoever that person said it. Why are you crossing people's forehead, bro? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just... Yeah, yeah. rice and tomato, you know. There's, there's a lot more that goes into it, man. Respect. <laughs> Respect <laughs> me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, I guess for the Nigerians here, do you want to tell us how Nigerian jollof is done, or how would you do it? Like, if you, can you make jollof, for example? Yes. Hmm? Yes. You can make it. Alright, someone else just messaged saying that that's biased. What did I say? The same person said, um, Nigerian taste, it's like, what's it called? Uh, rice, rice and tomato. tomato. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it said, that's biased. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Whoever this person is, they actually beef me. They said your forehead as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Look what you've done. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> 
my days. That's a fair point, you know, because they're Nigerians in the room. Okay, there are Nigerians in the room. So if you're Ghanaian in it, tell us more about your your jollo. Yeah, what the Ghanaians come here us up, you know, call in, defend your rice, isn't it? Yeah, defend your rice. Defend your rice. Yeah. Wait, which one has egg and which one's brown? The Ghanaian. I'm not gonna lie. Oh well, nah, well we they have egg. Egg. <laughs> 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 they have more eggs than rice. No. What do you mean they have egg? That egg, yeah. I'm sorry, but don't they have boiled egg with the rice? Like they have it with they have it. Actually, to fair, I've seen Nigerians do that as well. Like my mom's like a few times as well, but boiled egg. But like, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be in. No, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be mixed in it. It wouldn't be mixed in it. You'd just be like, oh, just the actual egg. Yeah, yeah, just the egg. We have a side. All right, cool. Who's this? Who's this? All right, shall I put on speaker? Okay, cool. Hello. Hello. Yes. You're alive? Personally, I think um, we should stop talking about jollof rice and start talking about rice and cheese. No. Huh? <laughs> 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 Stop. Wait, what? Um, explain why, just just for the sake of conversation. We all know, we all know rice and cheese is much better. Wow. Oh. So what country are you from, please? Uh, Jamaica, come on. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, let me represent his half, okay. innit? Okay, alright, alright. I'm not, I was just saying. What would you say? Because you're Jamaican and Nigerians, what would you say? Nah, no, personally, I do yeah. prefer to look for the rest of Exactly. On the whole, I do prefer it, yeah. Come on, right. I do. Statistics between the two countries and Ghana. Oh, oh, no, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that, that yeah, is Ghana true. Yeah. Win, you know, we know this from our own statistics of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're Nigerian, man. What are you doing? team what did you think of the play since you were there pardon was you at the play did you watch the play no okay all right then that's what i thought you did but yeah <laughs> wait so how did you how did you know because i've tried both and oh, personally yeah. i think the gun one fell um, no, but it's all about the cooks, though. It's not about that. Was oh, now we're getting paid. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you know, then back then, that's certain auntie. I agree with that. Yeah, oh, no, thanks for calling, though. Appreciate it. It's all right, thank you. Anyone, get some rice and peas. Um, I'll be it, though. I think they were just trying to push their agenda of appreciate You know, back in then when we were in um, Northampton, mm. you know, um, 
Philippa, if you're listening, I love you, yeah? But remember when Philippa cooked? Mm-hmm. Jello fries. What about that one? How was that one? It was nice. It was nice. It wasn't, wasn't Nigerian, but it was nice. <laughs> Uh, cool, cool. No, I'm not going to say like they have like um, bad jollof fries. One thing I do have to question though mm. is that during the play, you had this thing with the whole thing about the shit you. Mm. <laughs> <Shitty. and> I... <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I th- you know I'm thinking there's football called Danny shit you. Yeah, I think in my head I was thinking like oh snap, <laughs> shito. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the, the shito, um, it's a sauce, right? Kind of. I mean, it's like a saucy pepper. From what I've gathered, mm. I don't. That was my first time actually, like coming in contact with shit. Mm. Like, so looking at it and seeing it, that's what I gathered from it. It's like a peppery sauce. Because mm. when I first heard it, I called it out and I was thinking, why do you need to add sauce to jollof? Mm. Yeah. My mum always told me that if you add if you add stew to jollof, it means you're insecure about the food. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true though. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> okay, well because I'm not gone in. I can't actually answer that question. So what was the inspiration behind that adding it into the play? Um, into the play, I guess it's because it's, it's like a, a a landmark for Ghanaian culture when it comes to actual like jollof rice. It's something that sets it apart, mm-hmm. part of their culture. So as so was it a Ghanaian that inspired you to to put that into the? No, she it was written in. I wrote it in. Did you do that on purpose on the slide? Of course you did. Because technically, that... He could be a smile as well. (laughs) No, because I I would like to say, yeah, that I went to a Ghanaian church for a while. Mm -hmm. So I... I, They had the little, like, kiosk where they do, like, food and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I watched them. I observed what they do with their food and stuff like that. So I used that in my page. All right. So I would say research. That's what I did, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. I hope it's correct though. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there was no, um, did you have any like Ghanaian advisories, like, you know, maybe like a Kwame to help you out or maybe like, you know, a question no. to <laughs> Shout out to Kwame. Kwame. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I didn't have any mm. interesting in that at all. Yeah. I, I, uh, to, but to be honest, I was writing it on um, my perspective mm-hmm. of the whole thing. Mm. So, yeah, in terms of like the whole life, even though like the play was staged the way it was, well, the main center of the play is Kalichi Kali, mm-hmm. who, who is Nigerian. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a whole um, scene where like they had the sort of court case mm-hmm. at, towards the end, and it was talking about different a lot of other Nigerian dishes as well, yeah. and mm. Ghanaian dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Nixon as well. You know, mm. a couple of Nigerian dishes and a couple of Ghanaian dishes as well. Yeah, I do, but I wouldn't know them by name. Okay. Like, I've seen them, because obviously I've been to your house. You know, your mum make food, shout out to first and mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pay him to say that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. That's what, that's what you know, you know what, yeah, because obviously everyone knows I'm Congolese. That's why, you know, if, if it was my decision, mm. I'll go to the Nigerian side, innit? Mm. You know, I've had it, like, I've not been to a Ghanaian house. That's that's an invitation for all the Ghanaians. I listen, if you want to invite me. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, we can go from there. Uh, there's... <coughs> But now I have a question for girl. Did you think um, the play would blow up? No. No. Honestly, I just thought it was um, just one of those things that because I I'm the kind of person I, I had adventured into different things throughout mm. this whole like three years. I've done so much. I just thought it was just another thing I was experimenting and seeing like where it would go. 
mm-hmm. but then I didn't expect it to blow up as much as it did. So when it did, I was just like, oh, okay, people actually like this is mm-hmm. actually doing well. So mm-hmm. I said, decided, okay, let me focus on it then, if it is. Yeah. Well, I understand because there's been a debate for a long time. Do you get yeah. I me? Mean? I remember in primary school whether you were Nigerian or Ghanaian and you were talking about Jellof, even with the boys, it will be separate football teams, like mm-hmm. all the Nigerians and all the Ghanaians, <laughs> and they'll play just to win. They say, yeah, if we won the match, <laughs> Ghanaian Jellof yeah. is better. So I can imagine. Yeah. I, and to be fair, I was kind of surprised that it's not been done before, like in mm. terms of like the dynamics of different players mm-hmm. out there. I was like, I was kind of shocked that, right, okay, this is the first time it's going to be dealt with because it's such a, it's, it's an ongoing debate. It's quite a popular one, so. My mum was just like, if no one's done it, I might as well. Like, you know. Do you think there's a reason behind um, it not being done? I think um, a lot of people would have thought like, it would be cheesy, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my my writing wasn't for like us to like have like a proper argument and everyone to be like, you know, it was just a, a comedy, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, yeah. for us to have fun about our culture. If that not like laugh about our culture, but just like. Be proud of where we're coming from and the circumstances that yeah. involve our lives. That's mm. what mainly the play was uh, centered on. Because mm. I'm thinking about what's it called. I'm not really not knowledgeable in the acting and playwriting <laughs> scene, but um, could the reason be why it wasn't necessarily done is because there isn't much people like you in that sort of sector that is interested in doing that. I think there are quite a lot of people like me. But then would do that kind of comedy thing, or are they more trying to reach out, trying to do something very different to what they are as a person? To challenge themselves, maybe. Hmm, I would say, I would, I don't, I don't really know how to answer that question, you know, because with, I think with me, the reason why I, I um, wrote this play was due to the fact that, like, I wanted to be in something that related me and represented me mm-hmm. as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So, th- th- I mean, there are people that um, I work as actors and are able to like just get opportunities and work, but for someone like me, like it's been kind of a struggle. Mm-hmm. And I found this, I've seen this as a way of like not only representing myself, but mm-hmm. creating an opportunity for myself as well. Yeah. So it really, I think it really depends on where you are in like with yourself and what you believe you need to do to put yourself on mm-hmm. and for me like this was this was i saw this as an opportunity to do that for myself mm. okay why not this is a question for all three of you did you do you feel like obviously if you obviously you wrote the play and you two were obviously in the play do you feel like you were given a chance to you know represent your country and give it to the public or give it to the community like show that this is where i'm from and I want to share it with you. Like, did it feel like that? Well, yes. Mm. I believe that we, we could have done, like, so much more. Mm. For, like, if it, we did get, like, a longer run and, like, we're able to show in different places. But with what we what we did and the feedback from the audience members that did come, mm-hmm. it, it, it was, I feel like it was a testament to showing that the need for these kind of mm-hmm. productions mm-hmm. and plays because you don't really it's you do i'm not saying that there are none out there there are some out there but like just the need for them to be more because like you just like it's you get to experience not only see yourself on stage but also you're, you're able to laugh you're able to like mm-hmm. you know just have your whole full element not just by yourself but with 
other people, like strangers who like in a theatre audience, <coughs> and it's live. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So. I think yeah. also that like um, it kind of broke a barrier for a lot of people that don't really look at theatre and go to theatre and stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. most people's that general opinion of the theatre is not that type of theatre that we were mm-hmm. doing in this play does. So a lot of people that even I invited or found that came, it was like their first time ever coming to the theatre. Mm-hmm. And like these type of topics, I've been in theatre for a long time as well. Yeah. The bulk of my theatre um, experiences don't really tackle subject matters like this. And these are a lot more felt closer to home and more like relatable to me as a person and being able to do it in theatre, on stage, in these spaces, I think is a beautiful thing. I also think that, like, I feel like I've really enjoyed the whole process and even from reading the script to even being in rehearsals, because I feel like a big thing for me, especially being, like, a black person in this industry is that, like, I feel like we're getting there in the industry in terms of, like, getting, like, our stories up on stage, but I feel like it's still kind of all kind of mostly centered around race and like struggles and things like that so to Mm. do this play was like really exciting because it's kind of like a celebration Mm. of our culture and i just had fun like it's not just me like talking about my race like oh how hard it is to be black and things like that Mm -hmm. obviously those stories are really important but i feel like people want to hear other things as well that are to do with like our culture our race ethnicity Mm. things like that so that's why i think this play is important and another like um, backing up on that because I invited my mum to come and she's not a typical type of person to come to like theatre and stuff like that but obviously she came down because it was her daughter's play mm-hmm. but when I saw the way I saw her interacting like with <coughs> actual words and how much fun she was having I was like there's I feel there's like a wider audience out there that just don't go because they just don't see mm. the need to go but mm. with this kind of play it's like you you should come because yeah. you're going to have a good time and it's, it's going to be something not... It's not the theatre that you think in your head. This is, like, like something actually for us, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, and I guess it even makes it more relatable as well because I could mm. see... I don't really watch plays that often or physically go out unless it's, like, I don't know, a, a date or it's, like, um, just going to see, like, someone that I know personally mm. to go support them. Because um, it was nice to see myself in it, even though I wasn't obviously in it. You know, maybe one day if I have acting career, amen to that man. But yeah, um, but it's like because a lot of times you do see a lot of plays when it has black people. It's the idea of slavery or yeah. black yeah. history. Yeah, this one was a different take because it focused on countries and two countries that are very very well known within the the black community in London mm. or even outside of London as well. So, and it's something that I talk about with my friends all the time, but it's never something you necessarily see mm. on TV um, or even in, like, outside of the, the room. Mm. Um, so that was pretty interesting. I don't know if you have, like, any experiences of... Because even if you're not, like, Nigerian or Ghanaian, um, I'm sure there's probably, like, another country within that next to your country that has that sort of rivalry. Kind of next and you have that whole two Congolese countries. Mm. I'm tired of it because basically <laughs> it's my story isn't it it's because obviously I'm Congolese isn't it? but I'm, quite, I'm half and half oh, okay. so yeah. my dad was um, my dad's from Brazzaville so that's DR mm. and then my mum was from DRC so obviously you know back then obviously if you go back to history they weren't as much 
two people coming together is slaughter. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> you have to, you have to get out of there, and then obviously, you know, here I am. So obviously, you know, when I'm around, you know, my folks, they're like, <laughs> but there's some that do accept it, but there's some that don't. Just look at me like, oh. But now nah, it's normal. I understand where he's coming. Like what Fester is saying, because it's not easy. Like trying to portray um, your country on stage as well, because obviously, like you said before, being black as well, it's like. Um, and acting the first thought that people the first think is you know domestic violence you know oh you know like first I said slavery mm. but obviously knowing that you've put a production like this and show like there's a joyful side of people's homes like there's something else that they, they don't blah, 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 what did I just say that they don't see it, if you get what I mean yeah. so that's why I was like obviously it's a shame I didn't get to see it and I hope, mm. hopefully you do do another one because Definitely. I'm looking to come man. I'm looking to come mm. yeah no, it's, we have like more exciting things coming. Mm. So I would just say watch your space and, and see what see what we have coming. Because <laughs> you definitely get to see it again. Don't yeah. You? yeah. I, I don't know why in my head I just thought of saying please like and subscribe. Most people do that YouTube outro is fun. But yeah, subscribe to Gail if you want to find out more. Yeah. At Gail Everson and at Joloff Court. Let me spell them. What did you say? At MSN? Eberson. Oh, I thought, sorry. I thought you said MSN, like Eberson Hotmail. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 Let me spell it. E, um, no, why am I spelling it? And for the play, our Insta is Joloff Court. Yeah, Joloff and then Court. Nice, okay. nice, nice. Um... Yeah, so I think I mentioned as well about the, especially mentioned about whole school and Nigeria versus uh, Ghana. Mm-hmm. There was a guy actually in my year who was half Nigerian and half Ghanaian, so he had an interest. I think he was also Syrian as well in the mix of it. Um, so when we played football, like for example, he would switch sides like randomly. So, he, he, so he, he'd be defending, and then he'd just like, "Yep, now I'm gonna bang wow. into bang into the goal." They Ghanaians gonna score a goal. Switch to Nigeria, they score a goal. Like yeah. There was a bit like the whole idea of like black versus whites as well. We did that, we did that in school and football in secondary school. Um, and the guy again, the guy who was mixed race would easily switch sides whenever he felt oh, like it. Um, there was there was no rules and that Perfect kind of stuff. Man. <laughs> um, and I even remember like in terms of football. Um, so whenever that Nigeria and Ghana used to play football, there used to be a lot of like beef and banter going on between people in my school and friends and stuff. Um, the common thing was that. Nigerian smell and that Ghanaians are dark really? yeah that was that was the two main things because that was things you could fire each other with. Wow. Hmm? yeah even the head shape as well <laughs> well the Ghanaians the square <laughs> <laughs> oh that is so yeah what this was in school yeah this was this was in school um I'm like and Twitter as well like back when Twitter had first sort of popped off there was a lot of that whole idea of yeah Nigerian G-Man smell, uh, Ghanaians, uh, what's it called? Zebra crossing. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't get it. What? I don't get it. What's that? I don't, I don't want to like show it. Okay. But sorry, Ghanaians. This is something that I heard on Twitter. Not me. So it's, <laughs> it's not my opinion. But um, basically, it was like, so you know how the Ghana team, they play in white? Yeah. And because they're, see, they're regarded as dark, it was like a zebra crossing. Which is extremely rude. Yeah. 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 And I also, I don't agree with the whole idea that like, what's it called, Ghanaians are dark. And I've seen many countries, yeah. they're Nigerians that are dark too. But often that was the 
idea. Mm. I guess it's because it was more rare for growing up to see a light Ghanaian than to see like a light, a light Nigerian. Like Nigerian, light Nigerians were fairly mm. common That's to some extent. In the movies as well, like on like Nollywood and like Gollywood and that, yeah. you would see like the lighter skinned mm. Ghanaians. It's almost like a love and hate relationship as well between the two countries. Because, yeah. for example, like there's no issue like Nigerians will date Ghanaians. I'm seeing plenty. I know plenty of people who are half Ghanaian or half Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Like it's not so, yeah. And there's quite a bit of history behind it as well. I don't know if any of you have heard of um, the Ghana Must Go Bag. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think it was the whole idea of like, because Ghana had the same issue as well. Like a lot of Nigerians was coming in and living there, so Ghana kicked them out, and then Nigerians had a lot of Ghanaians coming in, living in the country. They kicked them out. Mm-hmm. So that sort of back and forth history between it mm. hence why i grew up knowing what we're well, not going but like that's what a garden must go back mm. it's like those big bags you take to yeah, doorstep yeah, yeah, market sort of thing, thing. Yeah, yeah the checkered thing yeah. i was always told it was garden must go market but i didn't know why until i googled it <laughs> um because my parents are not really gonna tell me exactly what the real history is behind that it was because of the whole like so when i mentioned the whole that when Ghana is migrated to like nigeria oh, to live there actually... they sent them away in the with the bags to pack up their stuff oh in hence why it's called it's Ghana like, must go okay. bags but I believe only Nigerians use that term yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't I genuinely don't even know what the real word for it I'd like to know what the real word is for the bags exactly so um so yeah if any Ghanaians want to you know reply to the what the name of the bag is please let me know uh yeah um so do you have any other experiences of inter-country rivalries it could even just be like, for example, you like Nigeria and Jamaica. Was there any rift between yeah. the two sides? Yeah, yeah there is. Uh, there just is this culture clash in general. I think that between the Caribbean and Africa, there generally is sometimes a culture clash. But mainly, I guess, with Jamaicans and Nigerians, I would say. Because that's my experience mm-hmm. of it. And when I do see it as well, that's kind of what I do see from the two um, sides like that. But, I mean, I think it's just a lack of understanding and really of each other's mm-hmm. cultures for it to be a clash because mm-hmm. there's not, like... I think with Ghana and Nigeria, like, it's they're more similar, so mm-hmm. they have a better understanding, so there's a bit more light-heartedness to the whole, the whole rivalry, where I think with Caribbean... And Africa, I don't think it's as like high, but I think it's due to a lack of understanding each other and mm. being the fact that they're actually very, there is a lot between them which are the same and obviously one is derived out of the other, but it's still not, I don't know, I feel like, with the way it's set up in myself anyway, it's like, you're going to represent your culture like, to the most, so mm. everybody from everywhere backs their culture the hardest, so when anybody challenges it or questions it or puts something down in there to you, that means a lot. The whole planting and plantain thing, it's the same thing, do you know what I mean? But you're going so ham because that's your culture. And like, um, yeah, being in the middle, obviously, um, I don't really, I don't have a like side. I'm both, I just take it all in on both sides. But, you know, when I come into contact with those that are, solid on one side and solid on the other i get the black and whites that they live in but i'm i'm, I'm great with it so i don't i don't really 
Yeah. They're quite there's a lot of similarities even just between like Nigeria and Ghana. Mm. Which people it's very difficult for people to see it when like whenever someone fires a shot enough, it's like, oh <laughs> yeah. um because like they're both West African countries. Mm. With mm. with now like Af- when West Africa compares like the Caribbean, there's a lot of differences. Mm. Um and people tend to get very sore at each other, like the whole idea of a, what's it called? Is it carnival? Yeah. Like some Caribbeans will say, yeah. "Why are you coming here and disturbing it?" Nigerians say, "We don't care. We're gonna do what we want anyway." Because well, carnival. Yeah. Yeah. What? Not in Hill Carnival. Yeah, not in Hill Carnival. Yeah. When we went, it was kind of funny. I won't even lie. That's interesting. What happened? They, like, no. <laughs> 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 it's just the on and on because you know how like not in Hill Carnival has always been like sort of like the big um, event for Caribbeans. Yeah. But obviously, as the the Africans become more loud and stuff yeah. like that then they obviously want to have their own input in it um but it's that whole thing of should they have that input in it as well because yeah. it's always traditionally seen as like a caribbean thing mm. where everyone represents so like almost now there's always like it can't last time i went to carnival i think there was like ugandans for example mm. um a bunch of them coming up and raising their flag and that kind of stuff where some people might find that uncomfortable as in, like, some Caribbeans will, will find that uncomfortable. That's their problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad to me, though, in London, because I feel like Notting Hill Carnival in London is, like, it's, like, something that brings cultures together. Obviously, it's yeah. based on a Caribbean um, festival, but I feel I've always felt like when I go there, like, just come across loads of different that's London to me like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I love about Notting Hill Carnival yeah and I don't know I, I never heard this it's the first time I because it, it's, not, it's not a general thing like, not everyone would say that but some people would Yeah. No. so majority of them because obviously if it was that big of a deal then there would be a lot yeah, of a bigger issue, issue. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there isn't but that could be someone's opinion no um, alright the thing just got off hmm? I can't even think no, okay that's cool no worries um, but yeah so, going back to the Congo rivalry. Oh, oh, are we really doing this? Because mm. okay. we've got, we got to bring you in, man. Oh, we all love the Congo thing. Yeah, no, but it's okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of history, man. Go on. Yeah, so could you explain the history in it for, for us? The history? All right, cool. So, basically, um, for people that don't know, Congo used to be just, you know, one country obviously back then it used to be called Zaire obviously so if you have them you know them old globes mm. you just say Zaire wouldn't say there's two congress and then basically um there i've no idea how it happened but then they, uh, there was a civil war between rwanda and Zaire and then obviously you know some congolese didn't want to be in the war so then obviously some of them extracted themselves over and then that's when you know there was like a little bridge that then becomes you know drc so democratic republic of congo and then just Congo, so just the Republic of Congo. So then, obviously, they speak the well, because obviously they speak the same language, but obviously one is more dominant with French, mm. and the other one's more dominant with the language, obviously that's called Lingala. And then obviously they just don't see the same, even though we listen to the same music. Apparently, we're not the same, even though we eat the same food, like Panga, Madesu, we're still not the same. But it is what it is, you know. I just smile and wave. <laughs> and the parties are not. That's all I do. <coughs> but yeah, man, that's the history, man. Oh. I think it is quite deep in general because 
even though it is a comedy, the play is a comedy, mm. and mm. it talks about um, the culture clashes, and you get it in a light-hearted manner. But when you go back and look at like just the history between all of these different rivalries from all these different countries, I mean, it's it's interesting how like every country kind of has these kind of internal issues mm-hmm. and someone is set against someone and whatever and I feel like it's it's a way that has been put out into the world for it to to spread in the sense that as to create divide and stuff like this like because even I went to Dominican Republic a long time ago and I didn't know how deep the clash between Dominican Republic and Haiti is like mm. it's it's quite intense and yeah. I felt like when I go anywhere, I kind of realise, oh, like, this place has an issue with this place. And I think it is a deep thing in life, like, really. I don't think it's, like, it's, it's not it's not healthy, but in terms of how it is, that's how it's set. So that's how we continue, that's how we move. It's part of the culture, it's generational. These things, your parents will be telling you that this is how it is as well. Mm. And that's just how it is. Why? I don't know. That's just how it's been for years. Mm. But... It's, it's a bit mad sometimes. The crazy thing about it is that, like... Because there's one thing that I do um, love about Ghana is that they seem a lot more together mm. um, in comparison to somewhere like Nigeria. Mainly because, like, there are different tribes in Nigeria, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, you going to say that. Mm. <laughs> they're, they're two... Like, for example, Nigeria only get together when other countries are having a go at them. When it comes to in the country, <clears throat> they struggle. Ibos and Yorubos don't see eye to eye. Yeah. yeah. I've had uncles and aunties come up to me. I'm talking. Look at this thing. I didn't have this thing in it. Look at this thing. I know you've got some. I know you've got some. She looks like she's ready. So, like, people, like, because, like, for example, like, you know how, like, the biggest tribes in Nigeria are Yoruba and Igbo. So, like, I'm not even from any of those tribes. So, I'm from Edo. Uh-huh. And, like, people always see, like, oh, what's that? Like, it's just a small tribe. Uh-huh. So, it's kind of, I kind of see that competition as well just within Nigeria at the end of the day we're all Nigerians uh-huh. so yeah mm. I think it's a bit you just gave me that look like and it's just boiling man no it's not like that yeah I, 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 to be fair like everyone's point is valid isn't it uh-huh. but I think for me it's a bit different because I've actually lived in Nigeria for 10 years uh-huh. so um, as much as like you do say this that it's a bit it's not cannot be it might not be seen as that to um, others if that makes sense like because um, I do I do see where we, we do fight for ourselves and like stand up for ourselves I mean there are, is like little like tribal like shade but I mean who the, like shade is everywhere if that makes sense to no me. I mean as in like um, so I've had experiences where like for example if I told my parents or my mm-hmm. let's say my extended family that I was dating or I planned to marry an Ibo woman, okay. there would automatically be a hmm reaction. <laughs> if you get what I mean, they're like, mm, we're gonna have to put a little bit more, you know, research into that, like a dissertation as okay. to why you want to justify doing that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying that, like, I don't, I'm not a Ghanaian, but I don't mm-hmm. see that with okay. with Ghana in comparison to like Nigeria, because Nigeria, we're very proud of who we are. Yeah, yeah. So we're so therefore we like to push who we are. Mm-hmm. Not only as a country, but as a tribe. When it mm. but when it comes to like other countries, like when Ghana, we want to like play against Ghana, we want to like have a rivalry between like Jamaica or any other country in Africa. Then we're very like together because we're very patriotic. Mm. We're like the only person that can defeat us is ourselves. That sort of mentality. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
but I don't know if you, anyone's had that like whole thing about tribes. Um, I don't know how it is in like Congo or um, Jamaica in terms of like, do you have, besides like the other Congolese countries, there like any other countries around Africa that has always been a bit of a interesting? Interesting. Um, I'm not sure, you know, but there's been a few like, like I have, well, no, Ivory Coast is one. But I'm not really sure. Sudan. Yeah, that's that's another one. But it depends. Even in Somalia, they have civil war. Yeah. Because it just depends, isn't it? Because how I see it is like you said before, and like some countries they like the togetherness. Some countries they don't. They just want to be. It's just their. It's just their tribe alone. (laughs) You get me? Our tribe has to succeed. Does it? Everyone else just look, just smile and wave and just look at us and <laughs> we succeed and we you know let us flourish. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Excuse me. That's how that's how Yoruba is like, innit? You guys are together, like you guys like obviously against Ibo and all the other small tribes like Hausa. House is actually surprising, not a small tribe, you know. Yeah, I yeah think like house compared is like, to like Yoruba, house is house. I think is the top three. three. Yeah, yeah. It's Yoruba house because yeah. yeah. a lot of them live in the northern part of of Nigeria. Yeah. And I think some of them even span across other neighboring countries as well. Mm. But um, yeah, uh, I think in terms of like Yorubas um, or Yoruba, uh, maybe more. Yoruba. Let me put some more finesse into it. <laughs> um, we're, yeah, we're quite a proud sort of tribe and it has its great things and it has its drawbacks as well mm. because it's also like that whole balance, the balance of respect and love. Um, often there's always a high amount of respect that's required for a lot of African countries and a lot of mm-hmm. things, um, but oft, sometimes the love gets a bit misplaced mm. within that part. Um, so, you know, when you had your whole play thing and you had the whole part of the relationship between the mother and the daughter, mm-hmm. Did you think that, like, I'm not saying that was kind of like, obviously it's, it's theoretical, mm-hmm. but um, do you feel like as if the culture, for example, there's a level of, there's a high level of respect, but sometimes the love goes a bit amiss? Yeah, definitely. Um, for uh, the, in the play, the mother-daughter relationship was highly um, influenced from my relationship with my mum. Uh-huh. And... Um, a lot of I've noticed that growing up, a lot of what a lot of like growing up entailed me doing what my parents said. Um, without my emotions, like even if I had emotions, I had to suck it up and mm. just like do as I was told. Mm. If that makes sense. But then obviously there's someone like I'm going through whatever I'm going through. If that makes sense. And yeah. There wasn't just this kind of thing where so an adult has told you like something and yeah. you just shut up. And like you, you know, just take it or let's say you can find an adult lying about you right in front of your face mm-hmm. and you try and defend yourself. And it's like, come on, he's talking, you're talking like that kind yeah. of, you know, that kind of thing. So I don't know what it is, but from my, I know from my side that like emotions are very suppressed, if that makes sense. Like in my family, we're not a hugging family. We don't do like mm-hmm. emotions are like locked mm-hmm. away if that makes sense mm-hmm. so yeah it's put to, like it's really put to the side and that goes back mm. down like from generations just the way that they are so i would just say i, I guess it's 
it's the way the I would I would say it's the way the things that have been passed down to from generations mm-hmm. that um has brought it to be like this, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I noticed that even in the play, like the way it transitioned slowly to the point like you were all sort of agreeing with each other until that little twist at the end. Um the the fact that I guess as you get older I don't know if you grew up with the whole rivalry thing growing up between your countries um, or whatever, but as you got older, did you realise that it wasn't that deep? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> mm. For all of the, the cultural rivalries, I think like it's not that deep. Like, mm. really and truly, unity is, is a better thing to push, but it's not what everybody promotes but mm-hmm. the the fact that it stems so far back and it's like got so much depth to it mm-hmm. it can kind of mind boggling sometimes you think why is this so serious yeah. like but it is it is and uh, some people take it very seriously um and the whole uh thing with Nigeria and here and how you're saying um, like the lack of love and more about the respect and stuff like that I've heard that quite a lot myself mm-hmm. I was raised by my Jamaican parents I wasn't raised by my Jamaican parent not my um, Nigerian mm-hmm. but I have heard it and you know I guess seen it as well before and even I was watching a Wale interview the other day Yeah. and he was talking about himself he was saying even in American society where he was raised by his first generation Nigerian mm-hmm. parents that how much it's affected his relationship with his own daughter and he didn't know until he had a daughter mm-hmm. that he was he, he just was raised with a lack of love and mm-hmm. that's just not mm-hmm. how it is in African culture and so on and I think yeah it is something that's kind of ingrained in mm-hmm. the actual mm-hmm. c- culture as it stands mm-hmm. it's interesting that it's like, I guess as I grew up and people now I think more into uh, country relationships will happen more so therefore they're going to have children who are half Nigerian and half Ghanaian and then they're going to have that silly uh, banter that we that we had before because they just don't see the, the reason why behind it mm. um, how much of that is important towards defeating the whole idea of like because sometimes it could even lead to bullying as well yeah. especially if you're one of Let's say you're the only Nigerian in the class, or you're the only Ghanaian in the class, or you're the only Jamaican in the class, and everyone else is black, but they're from a different country. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's the question? In terms of like, <laughs> do you think that has um an effect on the next generation? Um, like for example, would you have a preference? Like, let's say for example, you're looking for a relationship, or if you're in a relationship already, does it? matter in comparison to years ago people would say oh i have to marry a person i have to marry a african person what lies in now yeah i i don't think it matters now i feel like nowadays people are more open in terms of who they want to be with like in a relationship with or be friends with no matter like their culture i feel like people nowadays are just open to like whatever culture to be in contact with really so but back then like like growing especially growing up it was kind of like that thing like of pressure and like like what you said about like um yeah what you i can't even i don't even know how to say it but like what you said about 
kind of wanting to be with like one culture like it was more pressure but now mm-hmm. it's not like that anymore people are more open I would say mm. you agree? Yeah, I, um, I do agree. I feel like as um, the world is evolving and as time is going by, um, the world is more accepting mm-hmm. than it was like when we were growing up. That like, the world has opened more to accepting people for who they identify with and who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had a comment come in. It says, rivalry is not that deep. I love that we're creating an amalgamated sorry if I got that word wrong the black culture of kente yoruba words jollof rice and jet chicken once we drop our pride and realise how beautiful and diverse our culture is yeah yeah that's so true but I will say one thing because I've actually realised like because when this whole banter or like war that was going on between Ghana and Nigeria or whatever like growing up like in secondary school and stuff I used to just kind of take it as a joke like I never thought it was that deep and especially because it was on social media and like people make like tweets here and there or like with memes like even now like I never really see it as that deep but I feel like if if it was like made proper deep like then it would become like a proper like problem Uh but I don't think like like growing up and stuff the fact that it was on social media like twitter and stuff it's not like it's just taken as bants and i feel like mm-hmm. what we're, we're just i don't know i kind of even saw it as a way to like even get closer to like people like just to share that common mm-hmm. like jokes banter kind of thing yeah yeah I, I, to be fair like, i see the whole social media thing as like with between Ghanaian and nigerian jollof rice as a joke like as the you know banter if mm-hmm. that makes sense because i don't think to be really fair, unless I'm, I might be speaking, or I'm speaking for myself, mm-hmm. not for others. Like I don't see, because half of the people that might be saying, okay, this is the reason why Ghanaian jollof rice um, tastes like this, might have not even tasted it at all. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're just like saying what they're saying because they are Nigerian or like from wherever they're from, and they just want to back where they're from. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, not necessarily because you've actually tasted it. You're just saying, oh, I mind this best because I'm from here. That makes sense. Uh-huh. So I don't. Um, unless, because obviously there's like um, jollof uh, festivals and stuff where you do like a oh, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> different country, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, different countries like represent and make their own type version. Of, yeah, like, I've seen that. Like a couple of uni students as well. Yeah. There's a festival actually like in oh, Washington. I yeah. think there's one coming up. From yeah, in uh, well, Washington. Yeah, I think the the latest one, Ghana one interestingly yeah I, but, like, I think like joking like pretty low in that one something yeah, like that yeah, yeah. I can see that, see, see that one. but yeah I think it's all about it at the end of the day <laughs> <laughs> how many different for there to be a festival like? do you know yeah, what? There's, there's a, a lot, lot. Do you know it even came from that country Um, is it Senegal or Sierra Leone yeah I think yeah, so Sierra Leone yeah it came originated from there yeah. didn't it yeah. but then mm. Nigeria and Ghana fighting. just took it mm. like, on who which one's better <laughs> <laughs> But realistically, I think it's down to the person who cooks it. Yeah, it's yeah, down yeah, to the actually, country. Yeah. It's, if yeah. the person cooks good jollof rice, then yeah, because not going to lie, I had Ghanaian jollof rice and it was very, very nice. It was yeah. very nice. Yeah. Maybe that person made it really well. But, wait, I'm just asking, yeah. Yeah, isn't, it, isn't there like specific recipes that both countries use? Do you, know, do you know what the crazy thing is, right? Alone, my mum 
has made like about 10 different types of jello fries. My mum alone has made 10 different types of jello fries. So it's like, technically, I can't really be saying, oh, this Nigerian is definitely better than Ghanaian yeah, one yeah, because yeah. there's so many different types of jello fries that I've had at home. Exactly. So my mum doesn't have a recipe, she doesn't have a list of what she does, she just yeah, chucks it in so there yeah. and it, and it bangs. Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah, like, she doesn't think about how she's putting it in. Yeah. Sometimes my mum makes, makes jello fries all the time, but like there might be one evening that it tastes different to how it tasted last week, and I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. like, she yeah. do something different. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's really, it really depends on the cook, I would say. Yeah. Mm. I, I had the argument uh, with one of my classmates from a show that I did. and I, I was At first, I was like, no, nah, it's not about that. But to be to be very frank, it is. Because there are, there is, to be fair, even though I'm Nigerian, there is Nigerian jello fries out there that is, you know, wonky. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've been to a few like, Nigerian parties and you get there, obviously, African time and you get a bit probably like nine o'clock. Um, and then they say, oh, it, no, no one touched jello fries, it's, it's gone off. It's gone off. Wait, what? Yeah, like it's gone off. In a day. I said no, like maybe it's the way they store it. Well, they actually like, they say, tell you that. They say like don't touch the jello fries. Like it's not, we can't serve you it anymore because it's, it's gone off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just say. With me, no, no, no. I've been to a party like that. I've never been to a party like that before. That's, yeah, that's what I've been there. I've never come across rice that goes off in a day. No, fried rice is all. Fried rice is an issue. If you leave it out, it's done. It's done out here. It's done out. Why? Because it's too hot. Because it's too hot. Yeah, that's why. Because it's too hot. Yeah, I don't actually know why it does, but yeah, mum's no, told me. I think it's the vegetables, it's the vegetables. So I, think. I don't throw it on the parties, do you leave the food out enough to find out these things? <laughs> 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 uh, I'm so dumb. Um, so, yeah, I guess there's another thing that, that people sort of discuss as well it's like mm. the drink, um, malt. That's the best thing ever. And, uh, it's, super you know, it's the best. What, first, you're going to preach about your yeah, half malt is the best malt. No, Afri malt. Wait, what? Whoa! Yeah, it's a little can, you know. Like, I've never you know, heard of this half malt. I've never seen this one. It's like it's red. Half malt, bro. Oh, my no, days. Do you know what? Yeah. But how is it different <laughs> to Super malt? Super malt is nice. It's the original. But, however, I mean, it's been overtaken. Yeah, personally, for me. Definitely. Um, it's been overtaken. But I. Credit to Supermalt for stand being the like the, the pillar, the pillar, the the, the Godfather, the Wiley of malt. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll be honest, I do like a mighty malt. Mighty malt. Mighty mm. malt. Mm. No. no. Let me tell you, you guys really get into the Afri malt things and the long can. They give you a lot as well, you know. But them, them long cans are confusing. They don't. They don't feel like they're more. No, they are. Let me tell you now. It's it's a bigger measurement. Like you get what I mean. You're getting a very good can. It's like it's like a bag of crisps. I don't like malt. <laughs> they're bigger, but really it's the same amount of food size. No, but I feel like well, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like super malt. When I drank it out of a can, it was like nah, it don't belong in a can. There is like, a difference. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, you're probably not. You know, just do that. When you drink it in a glass, like. Just, you know, nice, can, I don't you know think malt I mean? should be in a can. They need to I stop don't mind. <laughs> I think Ghana does like um. I don't know if you heard of like Flemish. <gasps> Flemish is so nice. I think Ghana. I think Ghana's the one that make Flemish. Like, no, that that is paying. So. I think I don't think so. What really? All oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to back them. <laughs> 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 no, really. I don't think so. Oh, it is. Um, 
someone commented on my actually said none of the moats for me rush don't do that no, moat you know no. wow wow yeah, yeah but yeah, some people don't like i don't tell me either i actually hated it for good it wasn't until i was about 14 that i actually started liking more how you take taste of it just tasted Same, good. actually. Where when I was younger, like, I would go to my gym parties and I wouldn't really get it. But then in the summer, it's actually the pangest thing you can drink. In the summer? It's any time. <laughs> <laughs> it's summer, any time. Any time. So any place. And I know this. Notice what you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, another person said Maltz doesn't taste nice. That's right. That's another debate that's on Twitter. Like, people are always like, talking about Maltz. Like, yeah. all the time. I think I think it's a season. Um, people will get used to it. Like, <laughs> you know that like, when you grow up, there's some things that you might not like. Mm-hmm. After yeah. when you grow older, you're like, oh, okay, this is actually good. I think yeah. malt is part of those um, that list. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, there was another comment going back to like the whole Nigeria Ghana um, rivalry, and mm. maybe other inter-African rivalries as well. Mm. Um, they say I think it's deeper for the older generation. Maybe yeah. they've yeah. seen it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 they probably have. Because the way you let's say you talk to your parents about it, they're very stern about it. Like, they won't Yeah, move. my mum oh my gosh, she she really puts down Ghanaians and John of Rice, that is actually bad. But I'm just looking at like wow. Like she stands by burning this that's how it Mm. <laughs> 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 oh my days yeah. I think I've had like um, Sierra Leone rice as well and that was basmati and I kind of liked it see that this, when you get to the basmati that's when you like lose me do you what? know what I mean you don't like no it? like to me yeah huh? can you yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you like love great yes like I need to know I'm chewing something like do you know what I mean <laughs> 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 I yeah. Please, yeah. I think people say that there's no money in the show, but please come, de- come defend yourselves, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I try it, I try it, I try it. It stands by itself, like it's just like, especially when with John Fries here, yeah, your long range match, your chew is up and it's going like down. Like, do you get what I mean? But like, when you start bringing it, nah, mm. you need see, that's why I think that's why I would say I would stick to like where my John Fries. Because of like I don't like any other type of rice, but long grain rice for. Oh, even with long grain though, like long grain. Even with white rice, I have to have long grain. No, no. But the thing with long grain, because it's very like it's a thick grain in it, and yeah. it gets like mushy really easily. No, that's why I don't like to clean it properly. <laughs> It needs to stand by itself, like they dazzle by themselves. Dazzle? <laughs> wow. Right. Yeah, I Dazzling right. If you come back here again, you're bringing rice in. You're bringing rice in. Come and come Yeah. I'm going to hold you to that one. It dazzles, you know. I think someone said it tastes like gravel. What tastes like gravel? What long grain? Please, the person just messaged said it tastes like gravel. Which one are you referring to? The basmati or the long grain? It basically Nigerian was a good name, wasn't it? But yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but apparently, 
apparently nowadays Nigerians do. Cause Cause I, was, I don't understand why. I don't understand why. I was like, actually having a conversation like off this play as well with my mum. Like, oh, like it's do Nigerians mostly use long grain or whatever? She said that now that people Nigerians actually use basmati more because like they've grown out of it. Or something. I know Nigerians that have used basmati. Mum's mum actually prefers basmati over long grain. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what my mum does as well. Basmati. But when she makes your love, she always makes it long grain. But she exactly. prefers basmati rice. Yeah, that she always makes it. So make sure it's rice and stew. She prefers to make it <laughs> long, that's my. But Jollof rice, yeah, you said long grain. Do you understand? Like it's just meant. Long <laughs> 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 anyway, but then, to be fair, it's my preference on food. Mm. My preference. That's what we're talking about on play. Like food is preference. Preference, preference. Mm. preference. It is preference. Eddie's character. <laughs> yeah, someone just commented saying basmati rice is pink. Who's yeah, that? yeah. So I said, who's that? And they even put the the love heart eyes emoji. So oh, you know, there we go. Okay. Someone's super proud of that. Uh, yeah, but we just hit the hour, so you know we gotta wrap things up. Flies by, man. Do you know what? Yeah, Nixon. Drop your social. I know you do it every time, innit? But you know. Cool, 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 cool. You've got them just in case, you know, you've got some new people that right, they've cool. got along. I'll, I'll so. start off in it, I'll show you, I'll show you guys, innit? Oh, yeah, 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 you see yourself. You didn't look at the whole time. Why are you your teeth <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, So, you know my social, no man's to be honest. Yeah. And then, you know my Snapchat is ndemus.tobehonest. So, if you add me on that, I'm more active on Snapchat. You see my whole life there. And, yeah, I'm also, you know, this is smooth. <laughs> this is smooth, I'm tired. <laughs> Gail Eberson, G A I L E G B E S O N, Jolof Court. So, my Instagram and Twitter is Steffi Ignovia, so that's S T E F F I G B I N O V I A. And I am Maximus Morgan on all socials, Maximus Morgan. Thank you. <laughs> 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 yeah, and obviously, you know, it's it's FT, it's Oli Tim Tim, it's Festus, Oloa Timilayan, Temi Tope, Ade Kunle, Ayotunde, Akin Sulire, the OG, the OG, baby. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, you guys, Thank for, you for coming on. You know, it's been a pleasure. You know, come back soon. Come back yeah. soon. We will be back. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, see you in two weeks, guys. In a bit. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Bye.